Sometimes an ad just gets you, and that's not by chance. It's the intersection of the right creative in the right place at the right time. It's not magic, it's planning. Today's podcast explains this on what's the big idea about effective media planning with your host, Sophia Alfieri. I'm going to start off with a stat, a recent stat from Statista that says in the year 2021, digital ad spending amounted to $521 billion, and it's projected to reach $876 billion by the year 2026, which clearly brands, companies are taking advantage of digital ad spending, but it doesn't matter if you're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. So to talk about the right way to do it, I have two returning guests to the podcast. So I have Tommy Shaw, who is the VP of Media Services, formerly on the Full Funnel Marketing Podcast with uh, Mark and his dad jokes. And then I have Edgardo Rossetti, who is the Director of Social Media Marketing, who was on our very first podcast, which was on influencer marketing, a two-parter on influencer marketing. So welcome back, guys. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. So no one better to talk about this topic. Tommy, I'm going to pick on you a bit. I'll start with you. So we have a client that comes to us and says, all right, I want to work with you, Adams and Knight. We're going to do a media plan. I want to be on digital channels. I want to be on social media channels. What do you start with? What are the key questions that you ask the client after they say that to you? First two things that I think of are really around goals and KPIs, which would be a key performance indicator. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing would be audience. Um, and the key reasons here is once we have those details, it's going to help us develop, you know, what are the channels, what are the tactics, what are the things that we're going to leverage to, to go into market. The reason why I say that is there's going to be certain audiences that engage more effectively on one media channel versus another. And there's also going to be different media channels that we'll recommend based on the goal or KPI. For instance, if somebody's really looking for a broad reach and just trying to get impressions in market and build awareness, maybe a product launch, we're going to look at things like TV and radio mm -hmm. versus somebody who's very, very focused on the bottom line and is looking for sales of a certain product. It's probably going to shift much more to an e-commerce play. And we're going to be looking at search and we're going to be looking at remarketing and other things of that nature. So when we're building out a media plan, I think those are the two key things that we always look for and kind of talk to. And, and the only other thing I would say that does play into this because we do want to effectively build out a media plan is also how much money they have. Mm -hmm. We're going to look into, you know, the media channels that they have. And, you know, obviously always we're looking to kind of fill the upper funnel all the way through the bottom. But depending on budgets, we may also shift and make some certain recommendations of how we build out the media plan. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you, you mentioned uh, some of the different types of targeting that there are, you know, depending on what those KPIs are. Can you, without getting too, too specific, can you kind of go into the different types that are available? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think the key types of targeting that we probably leverage for the majority of our clients are really three different ways, I would say, at least from a digital and, you know, programmatic media standpoint, you know, demographic and audience, I would say is key. Obviously, mm -hmm. demographic is a no brainer targeting people by an age group and a household income and things of that nature, but also audiences. So are you a young parent? Are you a empty nester? Things of that nature where we can actually build out audience targeting around that. The other two are behavioral and contextual. Behavioral, I think, is key because I would say this is a foundational piece to almost everything we're doing where, you know, in the digital space, we have the ability to look at 
the browsing history that people may you know have online or the the past searches that they've made or even things now where technology has taken off and we can even look into the app usage mm-hmm. that people have on their phone where we can then behaviorally build out an audience based on the actions that those people are taking. And then the last one, and I would say in a weird way, this was the original digital targeting method and it's soon to be maybe the only one that's left. <laughs> and that is uh, contextual targeting. And, uh, you know, with that, some of the things that are coming in with, you know, the removal of cookies and things of that nature that could happen next year, there's still some workarounds right now that are being done for the audience and behavioral side, but mm. contextual will probably grow quite a bit. Uh, and with that, it's really more aligning with types of websites. So whether it's a vertical, maybe you want to, you know, reach people on finance type sites or sports type sites, things of that nature. But there are also capabilities to get down to the actual individual web page itself too. You know, we talk to the client, we ask them the important questions, we go through the research, and we build out a plan. So can you go a little bit more into how your messaging and, you know, your your creative should align with your target audience? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the most important things is, you know, bringing all of the right players into your creative brief. You know, when you're meeting with the creative team, making sure you have each of the individuals that are going to be placing that media that can speak to what the placements are, the purpose of the platforms, different potential ad units. So that allows that, you know, the creative team to start really thinking outside the box. It's not just going to be, you know, a static image on Facebook that someone's going to like, you know, there could be a more dynamic ad unit that we might be able to tell a story better? Or Mm -hmm. is it something where we tell kind of, you know, a product in different ways through carousels? So making sure you're bringing the right people into the conversation up front so you're not having to ask at the 11th hour, you're going out to release, you know, for different things. You know, just working with the team, bringing as many ideas, as many specs, as many examples to the table, and then just bringing in best practices from each of the platforms. I know we're always working with each of the platforms, our different vendors, you know, that are over there that are working with the agency just to update us on, you know, hey, this is new. Hey, this is something. Here's a case study for someone that did this within the travel industry. And we thought you might enjoy some insights from there or help to shape your strategy moving forward for your clients. I think something important too to know is look at how long your campaign is. Mm. You know, you're obviously going to have your tiered messaging, what what's going to be most important to you to get to your end goal. But consider how you can tell that through a journey. So the messaging that you might start off at the beginning of the campaign, how can you mature that throughout so that, you know, you're not in market for four months with the same message, the same image, the same video? How can you evolve that? How can you work with the creative team to create message mapping to say, okay, for the first phase, we're going to do this second phase doing that. I think all too often, we, there's creative fatigue when, mm. you know, going out into market and making sure that you are not necessarily reacting to things, which you certainly should be and, you know, keep staying on top of campaigns. How can you get ahead of that thinking and say, hey, you know, we don't just need two versions. We're going to need six and consider how this is going to last in market for four months. OK, so you would definitely recommend a refresher, you know, of the messaging and the creative. 100 mm-hmm. percent. I mean, Think about the scale, the frequency mm-hmm. of the audience seeing this messaging. Yeah. Obviously, we want to see a brand lift or a message lift within our target audiences and make sure that we're being impactful and they, you know, we're staying in front of them, but we don't want to annoy them. 
Yeah. We don't want to say, oh my God, I'm seeing this for the hundredth yeah. time. You know, it's like, no, we want to be able to captivate their attention, mm-hmm. to be able to really motivate them or persuade them to do that action that we're looking for them to do. Mm-hmm. We're not looking to annoy them and then hit like, oh my, please hide this ad. Yeah. I, I don't ever want to see it again. So Tommy and Ed, as a key takeaway for the listeners, what should they quickly be asking themselves to determine whether or not they have an effective media planning process in place? Yeah, I think from my end, you know, the key thing is really, am I bringing the right people to the table? And what I mean by that is even as a media team, you know, as much as I love just getting it is, you know, don't just send us an RFP that just outlines, hey, here you go. Good luck. Build out a media plan. Uh, I think from our end, it's more of making sure that we, as we mentioned earlier, we have the right people. We have different seats at the table. We're able to talk to the creative team. We're able to ask questions about the audiences. We're able to confirm KPIs, you know, all the different things that we talked about to not only effectively build a media plan, but make sure that the media plan that we built is actually going to work so that the creative and other things ladder up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would uh, recommend asking yourself, you know, is, is everything relevant throughout the whole entire process? You know, is your creative relevant to the current times? Is the, you know, messaging relevant to the customer's journey? Specifically, can you get very specific in your targeting so that, say, you have a Hispanic consumer that you're targeting, are you meeting them in the publications that they're consuming or is it more general? How, you know, how can you really cater to your to this individual? And is the creative a reflection of themselves? Can they see themselves in that? You know, is it are they able to you know process that and say, oh, my gosh, yes, that's me. That is exactly what I'm going through. You know, we want to be able to really take all of these elements and be able to really meet this individual and hopefully, you know, persuade them in any which way that we need to. Thanks so much to Ed and Tommy for talking us through effective media planning today. Don't forget to subscribe to What's the Big Idea on your favorite podcast player. We're on Anchor by Spotify at anchor.fm slash what's the big idea with dashes in between all those words. You can find us just about anywhere. If you like the show, give us a rating or leave us a review. We read them, I promise.